That's one of the biggest pieces of advice I'd say to any brand is don't be everything to everyone. There's a lot of pressure right now to do that. When you niche down and you find your people and you double down on that, your brand is so successful. Hi, I'm Melanie Barr. Welcome to the She Built It Experience with Melanie. Join me as I talk to women who have successfully built it, a career and business that they love. We dive into the topic of how they built it and talk about everything from having the courage to make career leaps to the details of how to lead effectively, create successful teams, implement strategies for growth, and infuse tech innovation. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. So let's dive in. Thank you for joining us, Heather. You are the founder and CEO of Clover PR. Tell us about the moment when you decided to create and launch your business. That was over a decade ago, which is wild to think. I was at a crossroads. I went to school for PR. I have done social media marketing and PR all of my career. This is what I thought I was going to do. And I was the director of marketing at a firm. And I just wasn't feeling good about what I was doing. And I had this moment where I thought, I need a career change. This is not working for me. And I really dove into why, what is going on. And I realized, no, I'm actually good at PR. I love it. I love being on the agency side of it. One day I was a tech company and then I was a spa and then I was a national park and my brain just couldn't handle it. And I realized that was the problem. I needed to niche down. I needed to be doing things that I was excited about, that I liked, that I knew I felt confident in. And that's where Clover was born. I decided to take the leap and just focus on beauty, health, and wellness, things that I liked. I did in my life regularly. I understood and I was really passionate about. And so it was terrifying because I launched with one client in my back pocket and the agency was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, (laughs) but I'm doing it. And they were like, build this with us. And I'm like, I I know it's not going to change to what I want. I really respected the agency I worked for, but I just knew I didn't have that control to completely change. And I also wanted to undo the corporate structure that I was experiencing. Not to say that I don't think you shouldn't be very business-minded and have professionalism, but there is a way to have it all. I was starting my agency when it was that girl boss hustle mentality. And I was like, I'm tired. (laughs) This is a lot. When I was in my early 20s, no kids, no boyfriend, I had no commitment. And so I decided to make the launch to bring a different agency experience and a different experience to PR. Publicists have such bad raps and there's incredible publicists out there. But if you ask people a stereotype, it's not that great. And so there are a few reasons why I just decided, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm at a place in my life where if I fall flat on my face, okay, I move home with my dad, with my dog. I'm not going to really suffer too much. So I didn't have any responsibilities at the time. In 2013, that's when it all started. I see how working with all those different brands would be challenging and how finding your path would lead to success and make you happier in what you're doing. Yeah. Remote working wasn't really a thing back then. And I had the chance to be in and out and I was technically a contractor at that agency. And so I got the taste of being on my own a little bit, even though I was being treated like an employee. And It was an agency where you dressed up, you wore heels every day, like your hair better be done. And I'm not always that way. And yeah, it was the corporate structure that did make me want to do my own thing. And I think it was the challenge of not feeling good every day and how I was showing up and the work I was doing because I was 
not loving. I just wasn't personally connecting with every brand. I'm an empath. I'm a feeler. I got to dig in and relate. And if I can't relate, I have a hard time. I never was like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. But looking back, my one of my really close friends who's worked with me for many years, was like, you've always been an entrepreneur. I'm like, what do you mean? So funny when you don't see it within yourself. Yeah, I really didn't. I always was doing garage sales as a kid and like making money. Like I look back now, I really was a self-starter. I was making bracelets and doing all these things. And actually through college, I started a company called Scrap Monkey. And it was a scrapbooking company. And I literally became a creative memories consultant. So I could sell all the product to these moms that wanted their scrapbooks for their kids, which now as a mom of two, I totally get why they paid me to do this. I'm like, I should have kept this business going, but I would scrap all these family photos for these moms and we pick out themes and this whole situation. But I put myself through some of my college with the scrapbooking company and I started it to get through college and I had all these clients and then I ended college and the business ended and I moved on. But my girlfriend always reminds me that. I would hire someone for that. (laughs) I may bring it back. It is a passion. You work with beauty and health and wellness brands so they can be seen and stand out in a competitive market. If a company, whether they are a startup or they've been in business for years, wanted to increase their visibility from a PR perspective, how do you suggest they do that? I love this question. There's a few things I think you can do, even if you're doing PR, it's something that you can look at. One, PR is a marathon. It's not a sprint. I will say that. So anyone looking to invest in PR, it's important to have as many ducks in a row as you can, especially because it's such an awareness first marketing tactic. The sales can come and I've had great success with clients and building actual sales and that ROI, but it really is an awareness tactic. One of the biggest pieces of advice I'd say to any brand is don't be everything to everyone. There's a lot of pressure right now to do that. When you niche down and you find your people and you double down on that, your brand is so successful. You identify your unique story. Yes, you may be another hair clip company on the market or another skincare brand on the market, but they're not you. So the more you just hone in and focus on who you are, what you believe in, who you're serving and why they need your product, that in itself is going to be something helpful for your brand, make you stand out and be open to pivot. You may learn things about your brand and maybe you're doing PR and things aren't really sticking because you're not standing out. And then you realize like, oh my gosh, this one product is actually taking off. I'm going to focus on this. And then things can go gangbusters. That would be one thing I would think of. And then make sure you have your systems in place because I've definitely had clients that we've really had to push to have their email funnels. And we're like, we'll even take that if you want to bring us on for that. If you have all this traffic coming to your site and you're not capturing them, you just shouldn't even be doing PR especially now, we'll not take budgets if we don't understand that those things are in place. Because I'm like, you're going to waste your money. You're going to lose this opportunity that we're creating. Because again, PR is awareness building. So we're driving people to where you want us to take them. And then from there, your website, your email systems, your retargeting, your ads, that all has to do their job to get them to convert. PR isn't, they click the link in the article and then they're buying. They've got to work through your systems too. The last one would be have proof. So even if you're a new brand and you're like, I don't know if I'm ready for PR, should I do PR? What do I need to do? A lot of times just good testimonials is really amazing to have to go out to editors for when people are coming to your site and understanding your products. Social proof, definitely ask people. So whether it's your personal network through social emails that you have, just ask them for that testimonial, ask them for that share. And I think that will be helpful as well because people love to hear what other people think. But again, it's like you get them to that through PR and then these pieces are what will help make it successful. It's so true. And so much of it is listening because your clients and customers will tell you what they want and what they're looking for more of a lot of the times, as long as they resonate with the story around that product. 
Yeah. This story is so key. It really is. Just tell your story with so many founders that we work with. They're just so passionate about what they're doing. That's one unique thing about Clover is we pick out those pieces that are making them stand out. It is their unique story. Their passion, their background, their why is really what makes them stand out. What do you believe is the most important element of leadership when scaling businesses and building successful teams and company cultures? Communication and authenticity. Authenticity is something that I really pride myself on with my team. I wear my heart on my sleeve. They're my people. I'm so connected with them. I'm talking to every layer of the team. And I feel really honored with Clover because we've had multiple employees come back. Like They've worked with us early in their career, gone off for a little while come back again and said, oh my gosh, the culture is just so different. And I want to be back at Clover. I know I need to be there. And that's something that makes my heart so happy. And when I had the vision of Clover and what my agency would look like, I wanted it to feel like a close-knit family. And a lot of people would try to separate me when I would talk to them about business. Oh, business isn't personal. Business isn't personal. I'm like, business is so personal. People are spending more time with me at Clover than with their families. And they're leading into my dream and working for me. And I'm responsible for their livelihood. This is very personal. And that's where communication comes into. I want to understand what you're feeling. I may not always be able to go in that direction, but let's have a conversation. Those are the two things that I've always gone back to. Even when things start feeling a little, oh, what's happening? We're going so fast. Let's get back to being real, being you, listening to your gut. I started our agency remote in 2019 and people thought we were crazy. We actually lost business. People were like, oh, you guys aren't together. Yeah, we're not going to sign with you. We need someone in office. And I was about to have my second child. I was like, I'm taking my company and going into maternity leave. This is great. I was so stressed out. And then ironically, COVID hit and we had remote in place, but there was something telling me, just do it, try it. If it doesn't work, you can go back and We were one of those newer companies to try it and it worked really well and it ended up being a selling a point, but it was one of those things to be authentic to the experience you want everyone to have. If I feel this way, I'm sure people driving into my office feel this way. So let's go for it. And that has happened at She Built It Too with team members leaving and coming back. And that's just a testament to your culture. And communication too is so important because if someone doesn't know what is expected of them, how do they know if they're doing a good job? Yeah. Always remembering we're all human. We all have our own lives. We're all trying to do what we can do. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah, exactly. I try to make room for life happening. Even if I am frustrated, like, hey, this isn't working or we need to address this. We're all people trying to do our thing. And let's have that conversation and figure out how we got to get back on track or how people are feeling. It's always worked out really well to just have those open conversations. You are the founder of Rhythm Care. What led you to start it and how are you helping women? It came around so organically. After my second child, my periods were out of control. Literally, my body was rejecting tampons. I had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I've just had two kids. I don't know what's happening with my body. Like total self-shame. What did I do? And then I realized my body was trying to tell me something. And I think I was honestly having toxic shock syndrome. I had so much pain. And it was just one of those things where so many things added up to where I needed to have different support systems. And so I heard about cups. I tried it. I got into it. The pain went away. You only have to change a cup once every 12 hours. Life was like, this is magical. So I immediately fell in love. If anything even came up about a cycle or period, I was was like, oh my gosh, have you tried cups? Do you even know what you're missing? And I didn't have stock in salt or anything. So like, I was just obsessed. 
And it was really funny because we're like, oh my gosh, you're so obsessed with cups. I'm like, I can't stop talking about this because it literally has changed my life. So as I started trying the different brands, I just noticed certain things that I wasn't loving. And it really is personal preference. Everyone's different. So you got to figure out what works for you. And so for me, I felt like we could support the entire experience and not just like the week of menstruation. I had a a friend that I was talking with and they were kind of like, why don't we try to do it? And I was like, really? Just went from there. So we made like a super ultra soft silicone, medical grade, no microplastics, did some revisions on the pull tab and just made it so comfortable. I don't even feel ours when it's in and and that's what we've gotten a lot of feedback on. So that was like the biggest thing for me. And then with the different products, there were other things that I look back on being a woman and my experience and the things that I was challenged with. And that's where like the supplement came into play. And you also offer comfort in a capsule. Tell us about the products you offer and how they help women. Yeah. I know. I love that phrase that our marketing team created comfort in a capsule because that's really what we're trying to do. I grew up with take a mite all, put a heat pack on your stomach. You're going to be in the fetal position for three days, move on. You're good. And that's your life every 21 days. I was just like, okay, cool. And there wasn't something like, Hey, think about the material you're using in your underwear, because that's actually breeding bacteria. You didn't go deeper than this just is what it is from our attitude adjustment which is the saffron extract, which really helps with mood balancing. You can soothe these hormonal ranges. And that's what was happening to me. It was like, I knew the week my period was coming because I was like, don't mess with me. And it was like, why am I doing this? They probably got to know when it was coming too. But I completely hear you with that. Yeah. And if my husband was... He would never even mention, are you about to start your period? Because, oh, really? Just because I'm mad, like I'm starting my period. In my brain, I was like, I know I'm not this mad about that. I'm not so upset that he bought 2% milk instead of fat-free. Like, I really don't care because I don't even (laughs) drink milk. That was where my brain was. And I'm like, why do I even care what he bought? I don't drink milk, but I'm mad. There is a lot of natural things that we can do. And this is something too that came from like digging into my hormones after kids because I felt so off and was like, there are serious things wrong with me. And there really weren't. My body was just shifting. These are things that we are dealing with as women that people don't really talk about. It's uncomfortable. People think it's weird or gross, but really it's supernatural. And even Kuha Undies, I don't know if you know that brand or not, but they, same thing around UTIs realized like the fabric in our underwear. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, why are people not talking about this? Because this is such an easy switch to really help us just be more comfortable in all the things that our bodies are going through. So that's where all of it came about. It really was a personal, these are the things I struggled with. These are the things I hear other people struggling with. I selfishly want these things around being a woman and womanhood is such a beautiful experience. You manage a busy lifestyle as a business owner and mother. How do you manage it all and what motivates you to keep going? I will be the first to say I have help. And I love when people are so transparent about it that you look at their life and you see their snapshot on Insta where they're just like, oh, it's with their kids and it's so magical and they're never having a tantrum and they're traveling the world. I'm like, you probably have a nanny. Can we just be honest? Because there's no way. Help is the first and foremost thing. And even my friends and people to vent to, my business coach, I have help in so many areas of my life to help me stay balanced because there's so much going on after I had my daughter ditch the balanced mindset, because especially with parenting, nothing feels balanced. I was constantly striving this balance and I'm like, nothing feels even. I'm either crazy over here in motherhood or something's going on over here in work and, or I'm trying to do this in my marriage. 
it just didn't flow for me. I replaced it with rhythm, which mind you, this was before I started the brand rhythm, but this is how the name came about. I started replacing it with rhythm and I'm like, I'm just going to find my flow. I'm just going to get my rhythm. And that mindset, I would actually end the day feeling good. I wouldn't end the day feeling just defeated and just like I completely bombed in one area. It was like, oh no, today, like the flow was more in work and I'm going to come back in parenting tomorrow. I'm going to get my rhythm in this area because it feels a little off. And that was an absolute game changer in my life. And I think as far as the motivation piece, definitely I'm motivated by the goals that I've just set and wanting to achieve them. I'm definitely competitive, but also I'm motivated by the freedom that entrepreneurship has given me for my family, for myself. I have fallen in love with building things. And I think it's something that Clover fulfills because I'm helping so many people build so many different things. And I love that you say rhythm because balance seems like a structured thing, but rhythm is really personal. And it's whatever our rhythm is, whatever that means to us. Definitely. Honestly, when I say it, I always want to move. Oh, okay. Like I'm in my rhythm. Everybody has a different one. Yeah. hundred percent. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. What is one way that you make sure to find and live your joy? Oh, I try to not take things too seriously. Trust in who I am. Have fun. I come from a very long line of should-ups. And in the past four or five years, I never want to say I'm thankful for COVID because there's so much that came from it that was just devastating, but it really did open my eyes to be in the moment. We don't know the time we have. We don't know what's coming next. Life is really just too short. On Saturday, I was at this like massive bounce house. It's this little pop-up thing that's going around. It's called Funbox. If anyone wants to Google it, it was the funnest thing I've done with my kids in a really long time. They're four and six, so they're still super young. But I was with my girlfriend and the husbands are there too. And we're all just in there, like in this giant bounce house. And we're bouncing and see, and I'm laughing and I'm like videoing myself, my girlfriend, like bouncing around and the kids are cracking up. In that moment, I was so reminded of just being present and fun is the goal. Just enjoy yourself. And I literally had so much joy in that moment. It was like 90 minutes of pure fun and laughter and happiness. And it really reminded me too, it really can be that simple. Life does not have to be that complicated. Go in the bounce house, have fun, be with your kids, turn your phone up, do whatever makes you feel good. And don't feel bad about it for one second, because again, life's just too short. So that bounce house actually taught me a lot this weekend. That was just such a good reminder. Just have fun. You have been so much fun to talk to today and you're building an incredible business with Clover PR. And I can't wait to check out Rhythm. Please tell us how and where we can find you. Yeah. So Instagram is great at Clover PR or at rhythmcare.co. Those are our two Instagram handles. Website wise, it's we are cloverpr.com or rhythmcare.co. And then if you want to hang out with me personally, my Instagram is it's Heather Lovato. Thank you for joining us today. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me at hello at shebuiltit.com on our She Built It website or at She Built It on social. Thank you to my editor, Rich Treffolino, who always makes us sound good. Until next time, let nothing stop you from experiencing the life and business that you crave.